Hey there, gamers, and welcome to the Are You Bored podcast presented by White Griffin Gaming, a small but hopefully growing group of board gamers looking to find solace from the everyday grind. If you're anything like us, it's hard to find time for board gaming, so you can't afford to waste time guessing at what games you'd like and what would fit into your playgroup. Looking for bite-sized snippets of candid thoughts on gameplay? You've come to the right place. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the latest episode of Are You Bored? Without further ado, let's dive in. Today we're going to listen in as Ian, Becky, and Derek discuss Knit of Valir. That's a game for two to five players where you are trying to establish a dwarf army. You will be doing some card drafting and some auctioning and set collection as you try to build the best army to be able to take on a big dragon. So, well, let's listen in and see how we like the game. Okay, so here we are at the end of our first playing of Nidavellir. Relatively new game. As a matter of fact, it hasn't even been in North America for all that long. So, that's why it took so long for us to be able to try it out. But, what do we think? Oh my god, I love this game. <laughs> it's really good, but oh my god, so frustrating. There, there was an awful lot of flag waving, like as in finger flag waving, and you know people getting generally rather upset. And that we'll may put it just that be way. our group because we've said that for every single, you know, <laughs> that could be every that single game we've, we've talked about on this thing. Every single game has had finger flag waving and name calling. Every single one. And the stupid thing is, there is zero. Almost, almost zero player interaction with this beyond the bidding and selection. Yeah, and that's right? where the um, it's it's indirect player interaction, I guess you could say. Because I mean, how many times? I t- a couple times I took the uh, the card that you wanted, or I bid higher than you take the card that you wanted. So I yes, mean, which resulted in the flag waving and the <laughs> yes. Well, as a quick overview for those of us who haven't played it yet, because I imagine there's going to be quite a few of you out there. Um, I mean, maybe not. I could be wrong. It did hit the States long before it hit us here in Canada, so there could be a fair number of people that have played it. But just as a quick explanation, what you're doing is just trying to build an army of dwarves, and you do that by bidding on them, essentially. Whoever has the highest bid gets to choose... Um, they get to hire the dwarves. Yeah, they get to hire the dwarves that they particularly want, and uh, you do it in player order that way. So that's really all there is to the game. And then you add up points in several different ways as it goes goes on. But anyway, so there was an awful lot of, hey, I wanted that card. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, I mean, that's the nice way of saying what what we would say. <laughs> During That's those the times. non-swearing way of yes. saying that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I'd say we were a little... Uh, a little more aggressive. We like to keep the podcast clean, so <laughs> we will uh, skip that as far as as far as the recap is concerned. So, strategies, what are you going to think here? Well, I learned that, because I was trying to go for... Because basically part of the thing is that every time you get a set of five dwarves with different colors, you get to choose a hero to join the group. Right. So my strategy was to keep it as even as possible so I could keep getting heroes. However, 
that meant that after the first age, I didn't get any of the um, awards because I was too across the board. Mm. Whereas you two had a lot more, uh, especially you, especially Ian, had a lot more of one color than another color. You know what I mean? So a little more variety. A little in more the... variety. So yeah. Or next, not variety, because I had the variety. That's the problem. No, no, a little less variety, a little more focused. That's yeah. what you're saying, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that was something that I'll think about for next time, is that I will try to at least beat out you guys on at least one or two colors, because yeah. I got nothing. And I and I, I came in last, and I think that's that definitely affected it a little bit. Probably. I mean, I did for the last couple of turns before the end of the first age. I was specifically choosing um, dwarves that were of certain colors so that I knew yeah. that I would win those uh, win those awards. So I did it specifically for that reason. So that is kind of something you do have to bear in mind as you uh, as you play through the game. Yeah. So next time. I'll probably try to at least win one of the colors after the first stage so that I can yeah have that little bit of advantage like because I didn't I think you still had you still got more heroes than I did and I was trying to keep it even so my yeah. strategy didn't work anyway because I still had I think I had four heroes uh I'm not sure all I know is I won uh, three or four no, I won three. Three of the five different yeah, categories. Yeah, and you won the other, and Derek won and Derek the other won two. Derek won one, and nobody won the second one. Yeah, or yeah. whatever what it was. So, yeah, so because of that, and then you got three or four heroes by getting the sets, you know, that really adds up. Yeah. Whereas I didn't get that at all, so I didn't get that benefit. So next time, I think I will try to... I will focus on that a little bit, too. Like, obviously, you still need to think about... It also, it also depends on... What cards are up? What? Who's bidding on what? And who's got a I trump everyone card? Yeah, that was beautiful. But I still came in last place, so it obviously didn't do me too well. Like, <laughs> it was great, but I still lost, so. I mean, how great could it have been if I couldn't beat you guys even with the trump card? Well, it's a pretty good to be able to uh, um, pick your, your, your bidding coin. After everyone else, yeah. That, so I wonder. I mean, I wonder how much worse I would have done if I hadn't <laughs> taken that card. I don't know how many points was that one even worth. I don't even that remember. That was worth nine points. Is worth nine points. Yep. Mm, so okay. I got nine points from it, and I probably got at least a couple of the cards because of it, because I knew what everyone else was laying down before I laid mine down. So if I didn't have it, I would have been even further behind you guys. I think. Maybe, because I might have, if I didn't have it, I might have, maybe I shot myself in the foot with it. Who knows? I don't think so, though. There was definitely uh, a lot of um, people being very upset with you being, with you having the well, last Yeah, but that's what I mean. Last because I that. had, at least until the end when you guys had the higher coins than me, I did have my choice of cards a handful of times, and maybe that's what did me in. Maybe if I didn't have the choice of what card I wanted... Maybe I would have done better in this color or that color. Well, like me, I got forced into taking purple so many times yeah, but it that did. I ended up getting 
117 points. Yeah, awful lot of points. Yes. So, I mean, maybe if that had happened to me, maybe I would have been able to do something like that. But because I would, so maybe I shot myself in the foot by taking that card. I don't know. Hard to tell because, especially on your first playthrough, when you don't, you're still learning the game, you're still trying to figure out strategies and whatnot. Maybe it was, I don't know. I guess we'll find out next time. See what, see who gets it next time. Yeah. Well, I like the game. I think as a, it's almost quackish in the in the sense of a, it, it is a sort of push your luck sort of game because sort you of. don't know what the other people are putting down, um, and even if you put your highest coin down in that tavern, someone else may still beat you. Yes, because especially as you get to the higher coin, like I said. My highest coin was 20. You guys had all the coins from 21 to 25. So that last round, even with my highest coins, you beat me. You both beat me in for both of the taverns that we didn't put our zeros on. Mm. So Because we all put our zeros on the same tavern. <laughs> so then I lost every single... Because you guys both beat me on the other two taverns. So I got last pick. I guess it's kind of a well. It just goes to show you, just because you have the card, then that allows you to pick your coin after everybody else has shown what theirs is. It's not necessarily an advantage. Not at the end, no. Not if I don't have the coins to back it up, basically. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, that uh, is definitely some good information. I don't really know what else there is in the way of any kind of strategy as far as this game is concerned. I mean, really, I I kept my strategy pretty much what you had in mind in the first round. Mm. Mine was just kind of build it out as evenly on all the teams as possible, on all the different colors as possible, so that I could get as many heroes as, mm -hmm. as I could. Um, I think that's really... From my perspective, anyway, the way that I got most of my points. But yeah, except you won three of the four awards, so you did have more than. Well, that than was we that was mostly because at the end of the first age, though, I mean, I had ended up losing the auction a number of times, so I kind of got forced into taking certain yeah. cards more That's often. True. So, I I don't know whether it, maybe the fact then that. Uh, uh, I got those those awards, those distinctions, is just luck. Could be. I could be because I mean you have I to change your strategy based on what cards you can get each round. Like there were a couple of rounds where like there was one round where there was like zero blue and one where there was like zero orange. Both of which I needed in order to get another hero. Yeah. Then of course there was the round where it was like all but three cards were purple. Yeah, I think there was yeah two or three cards are purple, and that was pretty yeah. much it. I remember that out of nine cards, six of them were purple. It's and like, that was crap. a round where there was a lot of swearing because because uh... somebody had a lot of purple and they needed other colors. <laughs> However, you caught second place partially because you got all those purple. So again, it's difficult to determine exactly what strategy to use when it really depends on which cards come up and you know it's i don't know, like that's a part of what makes the game so much fun because it's i don't know you know what and, i mean and that's kind of the point i was getting at with it's in that sense it reminds me of quacks because while you it doesn't matter what you've got in your bag mm -hmm. if you pull nothing but five whites right off the hop yeah 
yeah. the rest of the bag is a moot point. Yeah. So it's the same with this. If you need a green card in order to be able to get another commander, um, and it doesn't come up, and, and someone else takes it or whatever. Yeah. Then yeah. it doesn't matter what you do. Yeah. You have to come up with a different strategy. Yeah, yeah. I guess that makes sense. It's not quite push your luck, but I understand what you're saying. Yeah, it does require that you adjust your strategy on the fly. Yeah. And certainly at a at a quick notice. The only thing I think I because we were talking about the one card that I had that lets you, you know, play your tokens after everyone else is has shown them. Yeah. So there's only, what, six or so? Six or, I think it's five or six of those types of heroes that give you those, you know? So she's going to come up every single time? Oh, you mean the heroes that give you that kind of benefit? Yeah. Like, yeah, there, there's only there's only a certain number of, of heroes. That's the thing about um, the expansion of this thing of Belair actually gives you more heroes See, and, that's what and I would like because, distinctions and stuff like that. Because then, I mean... Because we were talking about how that hero that I had could be game-breaking. So I would like it... And at this point, because we don't have, we don't have the expansion, she's going to come up every single time. So one of us is going to always have her. Because, of course, she's going to be one of the first ones to... Well, because she's so very powerful. Yeah. So that's one of the good things I'm looking forward to with the expansion is that because if there's more heroes to choose from, she may not come up every single game. Yeah, I should I have. Like. I should have picked it up at the same time I picked this up. I mean, that was dumb. Oh well. <laughs> no one's ever accused me of being brilliant. Oh whatever. <laughs> so I mean, that'll be our next purchase at some point. Well, what can I say? I am the fat guy behind the box, not the smart guy behind the box. Oh, stop it! <laughs> <laughs> but you notice there's no arguments either. Nope. <laughs> I'm arguing. You're very smart. <laughs> oh well. Anyway, what can I say? So that is pretty much it, I think. I can't really think of too much else. I mean, overall, we love the game. It's great. It's uh, a little indirectly cutthroat. <laughs> so if you like that kind of confrontation in your games, your group's going to definitely like this. And it's, it's nice and quick if you don't interrupt each other constantly. Yeah, it's so. pretty quick. It's very easy to learn and, and pick up. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I think I taught it to you guys in about three minutes so it definitely wasn't too too long that's no sure. the longest part was explaining to us what each hero does yeah so yeah. which really you don't need to worry about until they actually come around so yeah but yeah I, re I really like this game i'm so glad that we got it yeah but as soon as we saw it reviewed it was it's been on our list so yes. and i think it came out last year i think i'm pretty sure 2020 i'm pretty sure I um, think it was 2020. I think it was. So, and as soon as they mentioned it, there's either, either I think it might have been on top top 100s of 2020, I think, on Dice Tower. So, I think it came out last year. And, yeah, love it. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure exactly what year it came out. Um, the English edition was only just came out in 2021, but the French edition... Uh, which is where it started. I'm not sure when it came out. I could look it up, of course, but I don't think it's really that important. No. <laughs> oh, well. Okay. Well, then that will draw this to a close, methinks. Um, overall, we love the game, and I think we're going to play it a few more times with a little more flag waving. 
and uh, some more, more some more I'd say significantly more <laughs> some more cursing and swearing and uh, all kinds of things like that but we'll continue to keep it clean for you guys here on the podcast so anyway we will catch you all in the next episode for until then I am Ian White and I am the fat guy behind the box I'm Becky and I'm Derek we will catch you guys in the next episode Thank you for listening to today's episode of Are You Bored? We're glad you chose to spend some time with us going over our board game musings. We hope you enjoyed the episode, and if so, please pass this on to your friends and family. Leave a review, a comment, a subscription, a like, whatever the platform you're listening on will allow. You can also email us at whitegriffingaming at gmail.com. That's W-H-I-T-E-G-R-I-F-F-I-N gaming at gmail.com. You can typically find us on the major podcast services like Apple Podcast, Spotify, or Google Podcast. You can even find us on YouTube under the White Griffin Gaming channel. We look forward to being with you again, so stay tuned for the next exciting episode of Are You Bored? And have a great day. <laughs>